The process of socialization teaches us what is right and what is wrong, what is good and what is bad, what is acceptable and what is unacceptable, what will get us approved of and what will lead to rejection. Of course, this isn't an exact recipe because the specifics are variable based off of the specific social group that you're around. For example, family or culture. When we are children, this experience of socialization lays the foundation of our interaction with other people as an adult. But it's a profoundly painful experience because in this process, we learn what about us is bad, wrong, unacceptable, unlovable, and will be rejected. And what we do when we learn these things is that we have to, in order to get our needs met and stay safe, alienate ourselves from those things within ourselves. To the opposite, we have to put forward whatever is seen by the social group that we're around as right, good, acceptable, lovable, and wanted. By the time that we are the age where we're ready to date, we've already been set up. We've been set up to be inauthentic. Not only that, we've been set up to play this game of strategy for how to get the person that we want, rather than how to accurately advertise the truth of ourselves so that somebody that wants that can actually find it. And most of all, because of this whole dynamic, we're set up to dupe whoever it is that we date. When we go on a date with someone, or when we're starting a relationship with someone, what we want is for that person to approve of us to the degree that they want us. That's our goal. The thing is, is that we're already coming into this with all this background of socialization with an idea in our head, even if it's not conscious, an idea in our head of exactly how to achieve that. How is it that I'm going to be wanted and approved of? We walk into a relationship with a template already in our heads about how to have a relationship with someone that will guarantee that they will want us. And so that's the foot that we put forward. But just because we've entered into a relationship on that preconditioned note does not mean that we're showing them all of who we are. Doesn't mean that we're accurately representing our truth and definitely doesn't mean that the relationship we're setting up is the one we actually want. Because of this, often over the course of that relationship that we're going after, we can't maintain that self that we put forward in the beginning of that relationship. This means that we're prone to changing the truth of ourselves, who we are, how we behave, and also what we really want. When we do this, we've effectively pulled off a bait and switch. Now, I'm not saying that most of us are aware that we're doing this when we walk into relationships. We just do it on a subconscious level. But by bait and switching the person that we're dating, we dupe them, whether that was our intention to begin with or not. I'm going to give you two solid examples so you understand this dynamic that is epidemic in the dating scene. One, Brian's father left the family when he was two years old. Brian's mother was so destroyed by this experience of having been left that she never trusted a man again and never entered into an adult relationship with a man ever again. What she did instead was she made Brian her surrogate husband. And Brian grew up in that atmosphere of emotional incest. He had to take care of his mother like a husband should have to, and also of his three younger sisters until the day that he was 19 years old. 
Brian's childhood experience taught him that in order to be wanted by a woman, the right recipe is to find a woman who's struggling and to become the man who does everything for her. Be the man who is uber-responsible. Be the man who does the chores without ever having to ask. Be the man to take that missing father role in her child's life. By the way, he only ever dates single mothers. Be the man who plans and leads and manages her so that she feels like she's being carried through life. Be the man who fixes all the problems in her life. Brian's recipe really works. Because the women that he finds, or that he's advertising himself to, this is what they really want from a man. Of course they're going to go for it. The problem is, is that this is really a strategy that Brian's employing. It's not necessarily the truth of what he really wants in his life, and who he wants to be, and what type of relationship that he's looking for. Instead, it's just the strategy that he's found to make sure that a woman that he's interested in will want him. Brian's life experience, to be totally honest with you, has traumatized him. Like anybody, he's experienced contrast, and that contrast gave rise to very strong desires. Brian has always genuinely wanted to be mothered. What he's always wanted is for a woman to make her life about him and supporting his goals, rather than to make his whole life about her and her goals. What he's really always wanted was a woman who would cook for him, a woman who would support him, a woman who would be nurturing, a woman who would be so responsible and so able to fend for herself that he did not have to do it for a woman. This causes Brian to enter into a relationship, especially in that dating phase and that initial relationship phase, as one man, but turn into a completely different man over the course of that relationship. When he starts to feel unfulfilled in the relationship with a woman, which will inevitably happen, he begins to subconsciously change. Suddenly, Brian chronically starts forgetting things. He needs to be managed and told what to do in order to get anything right. Whenever she's feeding her child, he asks for her to make some extra for him. He leaves chores undone and he sleeps in. He starts prioritizing the goals that he has and gets the woman he is with to put her energy into his goals. He passive-aggressively makes sure that she'll pick up every ball there is to pick up. Pretty soon she realizes that instead of having been rescued by a real man, she now has an additional grown-up child to take care of. She's not just on her own again. She has an extra person to take care of too. Every woman is duped by Brian in this dating phase of the relationship. Because what they fall for, what he's putting forth, is a completely different man than is the truth of what he wants in a relationship. Than is the truth of his own needs. As a result, obviously these relationships end. Right? No woman signs up for one thing, gets a totally different thing, and then stays with the guy. So what he finds is he keeps getting rejected over and over and over and over again. Two, Stacy, like so many women in every society across the globe, has already learned that the most valuable thing a woman can possibly be is good looking. She knows that for a man to really want her, she needs to look good, she needs to be fit, she needs to wear sexy clothes, she needs to put on makeup, and since guys like sex, she needs to put out. When Stacy's single, she goes to great lengths to be and do all of these things. And let's be honest, men are definitely responsive to her. But Stacy doesn't actually like sex. She's never orgasmed with a man. For her, sex is really not about pleasure. It's about being able to guarantee that a man will stay with you and keep meeting your emotional needs, as opposed to going off to be with another woman. 
Stacy doesn't really want a man to want her for what she looks like. Stacy wants a man to be in love with her for her personality, for what she brings to a relationship especially. <laughs> so the most common complaint that Stacy gets from men that have been with her past the dating and initial relationship phase is that she lets herself go. Gradually, Stacy's partner is in a relationship with a woman who's gaining weight, who has a terrible diet, who wears sweatpants every day, who never puts on makeup, and who is never interested in sex. And Stacy is absolutely furious. When this whole dynamic happens, what do you think she's telling herself and her friends? That every man is exactly the same. An absolute shallow asshole that only cares about two things, sex and having a trophy on his arm. The thing is, every man is in fact being duped by Stacy because how she enters into a relationship is as one woman. And who she ends up being over the course of the relationship is a completely different woman with totally different values and a totally different lifestyle. She's advertising herself as one thing, but the reality is she is a completely different thing and wants a completely different thing. Something that I find really interesting about this whole dynamic is that when we dupe each other in the dating phase of relationships, we tend to get really surprised and really upset and hurt when we dupe somebody by suddenly bait and switching them and they reject whatever that second thing we're presenting is. Like it's obvious to us if we were advertising and selling a product as one thing and then it turned out to be a totally different thing, we can't then be upset when the other person rejects that. But when it comes to this pattern, we absolutely get surprised and upset when they reject that. The reason that we get so incredibly upset when we do this to people, but because we've been advertising ourselves as one thing, is because down deep what we're desperate for is unconditional love. It's that love no matter what, right? So in Brian's example, it's the she's going to love me no matter whether I'm the guy who's going to be responsible in doing things or whether I'm the guy who's sitting on the couch. We want someone who loves us no matter what. And often, when we've already secured someone and they've committed to us, that relationship security makes us feel safe enough to show the other person more of us, especially the things we were keeping from them in the dating phase. To learn more about this, you can watch my video titled The No Matter What Pattern in Relationships. This tendency that we have to unintentionally dupe people in the dating phase of a relationship is an absolute setup for rejection. We can't expect that if we advertise for this thing and somebody goes for that thing, that if we change our game up, that they're going to say yes and go for that thing. Most of us in the world today only know one way of having a relationship. We also only know one way of being wanted, of being loved, of being approved of, of being accepted. So that's the strategy we're going to lead off with. And it's usually whatever strategy worked with our parents and in our culture of origin. But if this is not the full truth of who we are or of what we want, we will flip on the people we date and cause immeasurable pain and re-traumatization to both ourselves and the people we date as a result of it. When you are dating, contrary to so much dating advice, which would simply tell you to continue this game of only putting forth what's going to meet with acceptance and approval and desire and whatever, we have to, first of all, 
know very powerfully what it is about us that we want someone to want. Number two, we need to know very, very strongly what type of relationship it is that we want. And instead of playing this strategic game of how we can get someone we're interested in to want us, we need to start advertising the reality from the get-go. It is so important to advertise yourself as what you authentically are and speak and act in a way that is reflective of what you actually want in a relationship. You don't want to go score someone who wants something you aren't or don't want to be. And it is no measure of success to enter into a relationship with someone who wants a totally different relationship than you do. So much dating advice would tell you that it's a success if you go about employing some kind of a strategy that makes somebody want you. That is no measure of success. If you're using a strategy as opposed to the authentic truth of who you are to secure a relationship, you didn't succeed at all because it's not you they want. All this being said, if you're straight up terrified about entering into a relationship, advertising the reality of yourself and the reality of what you're looking for, you would benefit by watching my episode titled The Value Realization, a realization that can completely change your self-worth. To advertise reality to the external world is scary because it means you don't have that buffer of people rejecting something you're putting out there. What they're judging is essentially the real you. But I'm going to ask you a question. How much time and energy do you really have for this strategic game? It's a rather deceptive dance, don't you agree? Also, do you want to continue to perpetuate this culture where other people dupe you? What kind of dating world do you want to vote for with your thoughts, words, and actions? Do you want a dating world where people really are as advertised? Or do you want a dating world where you only figure out what somebody actually wants and who they actually are until after you've already committed to them, and now there's pain on all sides? Have a good week.